0: Another episode of Riskpreneurs with me, Yukalo from Magna Crypto and Nick from Wraith Clothing. Rafe. Jeez, and many I other people. I like businesses. how that sounds. Yeah, yeah,
1: successful rebrand. <laughs>
0: That's it, Rafe. Wraith London.
1: That's
0: it. Um, so let's let's, I guess we could we could start by talking about cars since we were just talking about it a minute ago. Mm-hmm. So, um you know in the next probably after a year or so because i don't want to add any liabilities at the moment i'd rather increase the revenue personally but at some point in next year i want to get the uh audi tt to mm-hmm. start off with uh I, I like the red interior but i don't know whether the white or the black is nicer, or even the grey. I like, you know, the color scheme you have as well. Hmm.
1: Depends, man. Like white TT. Well, what that? kind of what kind of look are you going for with the whip? Thirty really nine. Like, <laughs> um, I don't know if everyone does this, isn't it but mm-hmm. the way I see it is, you can make your car look a certain way, right, using mm. the colors and stuff yeah so, for example, if you have dark colored cars mm-hmm. uh they tend to look a bit more aggressive depending on the car, obviously, yeah but yeah that's the intention, right It makes it look kind of stealthy aggressive type mm-hmm. uh, whereas if you have lighter cars, they're more like they're more classy looking in a yeah. way, yeah, if that makes sense, you know what i mean so how how do you see the car? to TT in you know, how does how do does what do you think about it? What, what where do you think it
0: falls i think uh it falls on more of like a on the side of like professional not pretty classy with a mm-hmm. tiny bit of sport uh because obviously it's it's a smaller little bit sporty looking car but yeah i would say classy more on the class side, Smalls More on blue. the class side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you go pick the grey G. That's <laughs> pick it. the grey, yeah? The
1: end, yeah. <laughs>
0: that's it, with red interior.
1: That's uh you know what, that's my favourite, like, combination.
0: Yeah. Uh, red looks very nice. It, I think it adds another level of uh, class, luxury, that kind of, those mm. kind of words.
1: 100% man. Yeah. And you know when, when um, it's a good contrast from the outside, isn't it? Yeah, like if you have a black car and you have black interior, it's like everything says black, right? Yeah. So it it doesn't look as nice as if you have some sort of contrast between yeah between the exterior and interior, and it's just like matching colors, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess gray and red like, <coughs> complement each other really well, don't
2: they?
0: Yeah, I I really I really do see that. Yeah, I think uh, that's that's a nice combination. I don't know if they do
1: white, but white interior is also nice.
0: White interior. Yeah, it is yeah, r-
1: risk risk yeah. slight <laughs> risk, but yeah. it looks I, hella classy, isn't
0: it? Yeah, I can imagine, but absolutely no way. <laughs> <laughs> the the Tesla like I um test drove once had like white interior and I was I was it just to sit in there. Mm-hmm. You don't really want any dust under your shoes. Um, the thing is,
1: though, you know what? I've read that, you know, Tesla's white interior mm. is a lot more durable than other car companies' white interiors. Um, I think the guy I was watching, he compared it to a Rolls-Royce, I think it was. Oh, wow. And he was like, the white interior in the Rolls-Royce gets dirty a lot quicker than the one in the, in the Tesla. Wow. So, I don't know. They probably have some sort of coating in know. This is not proven fact. I'm just okay. saying saying what I heard isn't it.
0: Yeah. Um. That's, I mean, it's a bit peak on Rolls Royce. Like the, the interior should be. It should be impossible to make it dirty. That's if you're paying that much money. Do you reckon? I mean, obviously, that's it's not really. I mean, I get what
1: you're saying. but <coughs> like, if you think about Rolls Royce as a brand, right? Mm. Do you not think it's more about quality and authenticity? Rather than. Rather than uh, long- longevity and like the utility out of it. Hmm.
2: Because
1: if you yeah, think about it... how how you would do that to a lever, right? is mm. obviously skin. Rolls mm-hmm. Royce uses real lever, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, if they want to make it unsustainable, like Tesla does, right? They will need to add a lot more processes to their to their leather, mm. so it makes it even more and more e- extra processed mm-hmm. and less leathery. You know, mm-hmm. do you know what I'm saying? It's less authentic leather and more more highly highly processed leather, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, which also makes it a bit synthetic-like. And so, do you think that's too mainstream? And mm-hmm. then the high-end buyers value. Authent- authenticity like the pureness of yeah. the leather
0: do you know what I mean mm-hmm. I, w- um, I would even um, imagine that <clears> those <throat> kind of high quality products last longer than synthetic products
1: in generally but you know when it comes to things like staining because yeah. those are artificial processes right like yeah. that is obviously not pure white isn't it it's been made that way mm-hmm. or red or anything right you don't see red cows walking around do <laughs> you know what I mean so yeah not yet <laughs> <laughs> good point too mm-hmm. <laughs> um so yeah so they obviously process it too and diet and stuff like that right um so yeah but i guess they want to do as minimal as possible yeah? mm-hmm. um but i don't know I, I do agree with that you know if you're paying so much mm-hmm. you it should last longer mm-hmm. but but that is usually not the case in the car industry, you know. Yeah, because in the olden days, Ferraris were hella expensive mm-hmm. and hella expensive to maintain as well, and they were yeah. unreliable. I'm not actually Ferraris is quite good, and let me use a better example. I don't want diss all the Ferrari fanboys like that, <laughs> <laughs> like any Alfa Romeos, right? Yeah. Uh, generally, um, pretty much all performance cars were seen as unreliable but you'd pay more for them right
2: Mm
0: -hmm. we pay more for the experience rather than yeah it's more about
1: yeah exactly exactly
0: well you know we've kind of gone past it now but i think it'd be a good segue to use you know tesla and elon musk to talk about elon musk and Mm -hmm. tesla um so you were talking earlier um of off microphone. Off camera. I'll say off camera. I <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> and off microphone. Yeah. Um about Elon Musk's unique position now, his unique position being the most richest person in the world. Mm-hmm. You're saying that, you know, he's gonna get more opportunities. John why why do you think that he's gonna get more opportunities in growth maybe now that he's number one in the rich list?
1: I think it's because, you know, um, you know, becoming the world's richest man.
0: Yeah.
1: It comes with a certain degree of clout in it. Yeah. Right. Just in the world. Mm-hmm. The thing is, people know who the world's richest man is purely because they are the world's richest men. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, right. So, for example, Bill Gates. Right. He's very, very well known and has been for a long time. Right. Now Bill Gates was, he uh, became really famous because he was the world's richest man, right? So even people who, let's say, were not in the in in America or anything like that, anywhere that Microsoft operated, mm-hmm. so that would be loads of countries. I'm talking far east and everything. They would know who Bill Gates is, just because he's the world's richest man, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um. So I think the same. Obviously. I think the same thing's going to happen to Elon Musk isn't it mm-hmm. now in in today's age, obviously everyone knows a lot more than they did before, right? Mm-hmm. So it's easier to find out who it is. but even now, people kind of know about what industry about the leaders in it mm-hmm. in in whatever they're interested in or something, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you ask me personally, oh um, who are some of the, I don't know, most influential people in football, for example? Mm-hmm. I would know uh, Messi or Ronaldo Stuff like that right I can't mm-hmm. tell you Like some other I can't tell you Other people as well innit? I only know them Because they're like The best of the best Right mm-hmm. So it's the same With business innit mm-hmm. So Elon Musk Becoming the richest man Richest man It comes with that clout And then everyone Who might not even know About Tesla or SpaceX Or might just know About Tesla or anything Right mm-hmm. They will know Who he is innit it? Mm-hmm. And then that just imagine that as marketing for like mm-hmm. all your businesses, in Basically.
0: Okay, so do you, so you're saying that because it has got all this clout and all this attention, <clears throat> maybe more people will invest in the company, or more opportunities will come his way. Both. 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 Hundred
1: percent. Hundred percent. Because if you think about a more professional corporate mm-hmm. look to it, right? If mm-hmm. we're talking about bankers. Uh, capital investment stuff like that, right? Not just the public, but institutional investors, in it? Mm-hmm. Now him becoming the richest man, he he automatically becomes a bit less risky, mm-hmm. in a way, mm-hmm. uh, like perceived, mm-hmm. perceived, right? Because he's like, oh shit, like this is him now, is it? Mm-hmm. So people have a lot more confidence in him as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, hence they're more willing to lend out credit, for example. They'll be more willing to invest in these companies mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah so opportunities plus. and investing both man.
0: do you do you see any uh negatives to becoming number one
2: hmm.
1: that's interesting um hmm. I guess you're gonna get a lot of hate in it hmm. but i don't I don't think
0: you' like like maybe he's not he's not donating enough money to yeah, he's I mean gonna... <laughs> shit like that will always happen. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: just unavoidable. Yeah, but I guess I don't know if I'm if I'm worth 180 billion. Mm. I don't really give a shit what this guy on the internet says. You <laughs> know what I saying So it's like, bro, like, cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure Elon Musk is on that level winner, especially mm. if he's working 120 hours a week. He ain't got time to fuck and get upset by your <laughs> by your little tweet about him. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah um so i don't i don't really think that's down for i I think that just comes with the territory yeah uh in in terms of anything else i I don't know you know i I actually can't think of any right now i'm sure there are some obviously yeah what do you think
0: yeah there's not too many downsides but i guess maybe the flip to having so much attention is maybe having more scrutiny like more eyeballs on you and any mistake any mistake that he makes will be magnified
1: yep yep 100% that's that's very
2: true
0: mm, that's probably the because being number one you get obviously a lot positive but you get that hate can someone could be just sitting in a basement trying to take you down you know like uh finding ways um but yeah it's gonna come a lot of scrutiny as well like you said people love to see People get to the top, but they also love to see the eventual downfall. The downfall. Mm.
1: 100%, man. Fikwa, that's so fucked up, bro. It's, yeah, it's mad.
0: mad. It's mad. There's nothing more than that they love to see, apart from seeing someone get to the top, than seeing them crash. It's crazy. It, I think comes from envy, you know? Like, Oh, join, of course, man. Yeah. Of course, yeah, of course. Envy, hatred, all these... Jealous emotions.
1: The thing is, right? I think everyone experiences those emotions, right? Yeah. But what's important is how they deal with it, because mm. you know, you know, I see this online a lot as well. Pe- mm-hmm. People, who, um, for example, you know this the, the standard like capitalism is bad
2: mm. narrative mm-hmm.
1: is um is is very prevalent online, isn't it? Mm. So you, I I always see people comment like, bad weird shit, and then just, and then you if you can see through the tweet and you can see why they will tweet that, and mm-hmm. um, and I think envy is definitely definitely yeah, it. It's definitely. like you they feel, in a way, they feel a bit insecure. So it's like yo, he's doing so many things. Let me, instead of looking at us, or let me, look at him. Like look, if he can do it, I can do it too. Mm-hmm blah blah stuff like that
2: Mm
1: -hmm. but they do the other way they i think what i said yeah i was chatting to my boy about this yesterday i know what what did i say i was like instead of them thinking oh let me rise to their level Mm -hmm. they think no let me pull them down to my level Mm -hmm. kind of thing yeah um yeah so i guess that's that's just how they see it it?
0: yeah that's that is a, a another good segue actually you know yesterday he sent me <laughs> 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 he sent me a video yeah. about uh napoleon hill's book or about him Yep. and uh this guy oh, yeah yep. this guy um well I, I still didn't watch all of it yet <laughs> <laughs> after the five seconds <laughs> but you know so just to kind of summarize mm-hmm. it uh, well, you summarize the video because you, you actually saw it. Yeah. I'm to, not going to lie. About.
1: I didn't watch the whole video either. Okay. Yeah. It? But yeah. basically, on a level, what he was saying was mm-hmm. Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich is extremely popular
2: mm-hmm.
1: with the self help crowd, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like the go to book, right? It's, it's Everyone is re- literally, yeah, yeah. literally. Mm-hmm. So, if we he was looking at the history of the book, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, if we have self-help gurus right now, right, mm-hmm. Ty Lopez and all them man, mm-hmm. um, he—I mean, he's not really self-help, but you get the yeah. internet marketer types in yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. in the self-help industry, right, mm-hmm. uh, Tony Robbins and what's name? E. Dan Dan Locke,
0: yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. What's the yeah. other guy? Who's, who? Eric Thomas, the black guy who sh- shouts a lot. Oh, I don't know about him. He's like a motivational speaker He's always kind of along them lines
1: Yeah him as well I guess mm-hmm. um, so, so that industry Has always been around right mm-hmm. So he was, looking at, he was looking back at the history Of the book and as to whether the book it Really is the bible mm-hmm. Or if the book is just One of those self help Type books from back in the day
2: okay.
0: That just
1: became <laughs> extremely popular Like years later Yeah so he was looking at Napoleon Hill and his his in his thing with Dale Carnegie, right? But I think he was reading a couple of biographies in it about Napoleon Hill and Dale Carnegie,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and neither of the books mention ever this encounter in it. Because f- what for from what I remember, he, what he says in the book is. What, what, what was the interaction between Dale Carnegie yeah. and Napoleon Hill? Can you tell me? Yeah. I, I can't remember why. No.
0: So when, um, allegedly now, allegedly, <laughs> <laughs> Napoleon met uh, Dale Carnegie when he was like in his early 20s. Uh, and uh, he, Dale knew that he was a reporter or a journalist. He wanted mm-hmm. to be a journalist. And he told him, like, I've got a challenge for you. I want you to interview like the most successful people of of this generation, and that needs to be your. Ch- you need to write basically a book about to learning their success tips, learning why they became mm-hmm. successful, and he basically gave him that challenge, and that was supposed to be, that turned into like a twenty five year journey or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I don't know. I don't. He doesn't mention too much if he had like constant contact with him throughout the whole time but i would imagine so Mm -hmm. that's that's where it started in the book
1: okay first Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that makes sense um so basically from their biographies there's literally no mention of this event ever occurring on either of those biographies in it it was like there's no there's literally no proof that these two people ever even met Mm -hmm. and the things that were being said in the book right Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of things said in the book were kind of contradicting uh, to the work that Dale Carnegie actually wrote in it. I think a lot of people have a belief that uh, Napoleon Hill was the the main writer for Dale Carnegie's uh, like, wisdoms, right? Mm -hmm. But that's not true. Dale Carnegie has written quite a few books in it. He was an avid writer. Mm -hmm. And his books don't really say what napoleon hill's book says Mm -hmm. if that makes sense like some some of the belief systems are kind of contradicting you know um from what i remember that's that's what he was saying and i haven't seen the whole video i probably should
0: do that but Mm -hmm. um but yeah so so like what do you think about that so again the kind of this what i feel about the video is even though I haven't watched it, but I get the general gist of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, is that I, f- I feel like the kind of people uh, that would make a video like that, I feel like their driving emotion is is envy. And I know you can you know you can counter in in a, in a moment, but I feel like they're looking at why is this so successful? Why is this book so successful? for this person, this individual? Let me go in and uncover the truth. Of why they're not uh kind of to tear them down essentially mm-hmm. um, and I know I do agree with um what you said yesterday about you know what about the uncovering of truth and um I think it's a it's a balancing, and like I said, I think that there's always gonna be dirt on people uh if something is completely false mm-hmm. of course that's that's an issue, and especially if it affects people's money or investment then that's a big problem um but yeah for me the intention behind the video i feel like it's it comes from the place of uh, envy as to other people's success okay Um, uh...
1: i do i do have a counter to that actually yeah okay i get what you're saying in it Mm -hmm. but the thing is the video i showed you and that whole channel obviously uh, clearly you don't watch his video videos isn't it like you're mm-hmm. not like a fan so mm-hmm. i'll tell you the type of videos he makes right mm-hmm. which is you know these fake gurus mm-hmm. right he's the one who even invented the the term like fake guru in you know? it right um cuz he started looking into a lot of these internet marketers mm-hmm. and whether they were doing what they said they were doing or what they promised they were doing Mm -hmm. so most of well all of his channel is basically based on looking at that Mm -hmm. and now because i watch all of his videos i can tell you he's very very thorough in it Mm -hmm. like he does it's not the things he does is he it's not surface level shit in there like he provides you with all of the research where he looked at it like all everything where he found the information right Mm So he does in-depth research, and what I like about him is, uh, obviously, he's not positive with Napoleon Hill, but you know, with a lot of these internet gurus that he does, mm-hmm. he's always like, "Look, I'm making this video. If you think I'm wrong, come, let's do a live stream, yeah. chat I like to him. You yeah. know, chat to him." And you know what? A couple of people have done that, mm-hmm. and the interviews with them are on their channel, and they can they say their side,
2: mm-hmm.
1: as it is, isn't it?
2: Yeah.
1: Um so that's the kind of thing that he does yeah now sometimes i do uh if if i was to ever have a feeling that or oh, it, it sounds a lot more envious and there's not enough facts to back up mm-hmm. what well, you're claiming <coughs> in the video right mm-hmm. i can't remember when that's happened but if that would happen i would just be like look i don't believe this you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yeah like but generally that doesn't really happen with him Mm-hmm. like he always provides good evidence as to what he why he's saying what he's saying mm-hmm. um but i do get the general gist that the thing is what you're talking about are different kind of videos isn't
2: it
1: mm-hmm. i think they're more opinionated um uh, opinion yeah opi- opinion videos is basically in it mm-hmm. or like hate videos
2: mm-hmm.
1: right but when you when you at least provide that opinion or whether you believe that or opinion, and then give the the evidence behind it as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel that puts it away from envy, mm-hmm. and more on the the logical, factual, like the pursuit of truth, type of thing. I, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially okay. Let me. Add, oh, this on, also addresses the thing that you said. Yeah. The thing is, you said there's dirt on everyone, right? Mm-hmm. That I agree, but. If you look at what he does, if it's not related to the business, it, does, it doesn't it does matter either. Like, that kind of dirt is not, not relevant. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if they were doing some other things outside personal lives, whatever, mm-hmm. that's irrelevant to the point yeah. in it. Like, yeah. So that's never really mentioned. Yeah. It's always, look, this is the product. This is what they're claiming. Mm-hmm. Let's look at the facts. See if they're de- delivering what they say they're promising. And... Obviously, these fake goos are selling courses, all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's just, you know, looking at it, and breaking it down like, look, are you really doing what you're doing or you're just chatting shit, right? Exposing yeah. fraudsters, isn't it?
0: Let Let me, let, I agree with them. Um, there's levels to, like, in, I guess you could say exposing truths. Someone could just make a video and say he's a fraud and just attack his character. <laughs> 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 which is obviously a low level, yeah. And then the high level is actually providing evidence, which is good. Yeah. But even like if I look at the person, this guy, who made these, he's making these videos. When he started, even though what he did is good, like exposing a lot of the fake internet gurus. If you look at the the motivation behind even making the first video, what would it have been?
1: Um. I can speak from experience or personal thought, yeah. Yeah. Because I've, I've thought about doing it numerous times. Have you? <laughs> numerous <laughs> you times. <got> a... <laughs> numerous you times. got the itch. I got the itch. Yeah. And for me, it's just to... Because in one, I find it funny. Mm-hmm. Like, the adverts and shit are just better funny. Yeah. And secondary, secondary is, a, is the fact that I want to expose all the foodsters, Why? The why is, why huh?
0: do you want to expose
1: them? Because... You know what it is, if you think about it, they're kind of ruining, they're giving industries a very bad name in a lot of industries. Mm-hmm. Like a, a lot of these foolsters are giving the word entrepreneur, like a bad name in it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? All these fake entrepreneurs mm-hmm. type, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Or these internet marketers like, oh, look, I can show you how to run a business, like shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just think it's it, they just they they affect a lot. They affect the general perception Of a lot of industries,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and what it does it, it, it drives out all the good players,
2: isn't
1: it? Mm-hmm. So the the bad drives out the good, mm-hmm. um, and that that is literally happening, isn't it? Like the the and the fake gurus are literally dominating the the online learning space, mm-hmm. um, and then. After they get, they people get scammed. The whole industry gets a bad name, innit? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean. So yeah. it that is literally like I don't envy any of these fake gurus, it like there's mm-hmm. nothing to envy, right?
2: Because
1: mm-hmm. I know, I know what they're doing, and like, I know that's their business. Cool, their business is that, but I don't, I don't particularly think it's ethical mm-hmm. for them to promise something and not deliver in it. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my intention, and I think it would be the way he approaches videos I guess it would be something similar mm-hmm. uh, for him as well because for me even if I was to make these videos right
2: mm-hmm.
1: it wouldn't be anything to do with his personal life it? that's besides the conversation right we're talking about on a, on a basic level we're talking about look this is what he's promising mm-hmm. this is what he's claiming is it true that's it yeah right yeah now if you want the thing is you know the thing with marketing like using props to market Mm -hmm. i get it fine business tactic cool but a lot of these fake gurus are borderline manipulative yeah um and um they kind of distort perceptions of a lot of people Mm -hmm. about entrepreneurship and just business (laughs) in general Mm -hmm. um so it's having a lot of negative impact in
0: it, basically. I hate that, and and you'd want to get rid of them to clean the space up.
1: Um, ideally, yeah, but that's not really possible. And food is always going to be present. Like mm-hmm. the scams are are as much a part of life in it, like as anything else. Like mm-hmm. they'll always, always exist. Of course,
0: yeah, yeah, there's always going to be people that, that do that. With with um, for example, the um, the Purdy Hill. And looking at the products and false claims did the guy actually look at how many people read the book and gain some kind of level of success would that would that be would that not be something to kind of look at in terms um, of if it's or not? it
1: would be but how accurate of an indicator do you think that is
0: would you if it's if people become successful with it, yeah it?
1: but how do you attribute it to that book because if you think about it, as you said, it's the Bible, right? Yeah. So pretty much everyone has read it. Mm-hmm. So at that point, is it even like a factor? Like, or well, how do you even identify...
0: Yeah, that's true. It's hard. How much of it's an hard. impact
1: it actually had, right? It's hard, yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't really think that's even possible. You know? that, or that, it, you can get that data, but I don't think it will represent anything. In yeah, no,
0: I, I agree with that. But then could you extend that to the whole self-help industry? Like, how would you... Actually, know if it's successful or not.
1: It's not possible.
0: So, do you think? I don't. Whole... I don't
1: think it's possible to measure its its success in a way, you mm.
0: No, I agree with you. Um. Um. So, would you say the whole industry is is a bit of a fraud?
1: <laughs> uh, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously, it has its advantages, right? Mm-hmm. The thing is self-help most of the time is born out of people doing something mm-hmm. and then telling people about how they did it right mm-hmm. i'm not talking about i'm talking about actual self-help books in it mm-hmm. not like these fake ones
2: <laughs> yeah
1: no so i'm not talking about "Think and grow rich right i'm yeah. not talking about that i'm talking about like i'm okay it doesn't matter isn't it? Um. basically so
0: So they—they they show what you. We're talking about, so. <laughs> <laughs> so so you have a few successful people, and they show you how how they how they did it, how they did yeah, it, basically. Yeah.
1: Um. So I guess it does help some people in a way, right? But mm-hmm. I think this links back to the YouTube video that I made, which was all advice is pretty much shit, and <laughs>
2: because
1: everyone's life is so different mm-hmm. that whatever is the right advice. Mm-hmm. Or right advice mm-hmm. is um might not even apply to you because mm-hmm. your your circumstances are different to what the uh, advice is prescribed for right mm-hmm. um obviously once in a while that advice is going to come in handy in it mm-hmm. so I, I guess it does have uses self-help in it
0: but generally yeah. i guess your opinion of it is
1: I mean obviously the thing is I can't really hate on the industry because I'm a part of the industry.
2: Mm.
1: Cuz I do read a lot a lot of books like that, right?
2: Mm.
1: So I can't really be like oh yeah I I do it but it's just a scam it? and yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't I think it's all bullshit kind of thing. I'll
0: be a little bit hypocritical. It will be very <laughs> hypocritical, yeah. So I, yeah. I
1: can't say it's a scam it yeah. But I feel like sometimes it can seem that way. Yeah. Cuz if you look at what self help does, if you're not smart, it can literally just trap you in that cycle, in it? Of, of self help.
0: Reading, you, mm-hmm. reading more and more. Or?
1: Um, it's more the the cycle of basically you become more involved in self help than actually using that knowledge to do uh,
0: to do something to, make, do, to do actually do something,
1: right? So you just get into self help rather than actually implementing that knowledge. Yeah. Um and then at that point it's just a bit of useless isn't it because you got bad knowledge but you didn't use it for what yeah. you actually intended to use it for, right?
0: Then you become a motivational speaker. I guess
1: <laughs> I guess <so. laughs> like it's like a it's like a toxic cycle, you know. There's a video yeah. I watched it and I think he his thing is quite good.
0: Yeah, no, I I definitely hear what you're saying. You know, you get good oh, feelings oh, from reading. I have
1: an analogy Can
0: I tell can I tell you yeah, yeah. It's basically like
1: is basically like self-help is the drug, mm-hmm. and you're getting addicted to it. Mm-hmm. So you're basically like an addict in it. But your yeah. drug of choice is self-help, right? Yeah, basically I like that.
0: Definitely agree with that. Like, you know, I've read a couple of self-help books, you know, quote-unquote self-help books, and definitely gives you a good feeling. Like you read it, and then you get kind of you know motivated after reading it. But you know, will it does it lead to success? I'm not rich yet, so... So, <laughs> no, and it, so I definitely agree, like, it does give you a good feeling. Uh, and the more you read, like, the more you get these good feelings. So, I definitely agree. Um, I feel like self-help books, generally, like, if you believe it, like... I feel like if you believe in it, that it will actually help you, and you actually apply it long-term, it can have a good effect. Um... But then, if you just keep reading more and more books, then it becomes a, 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 you know, more of a drug than actually something. Like, if you just read one book and stick to it, mm-hmm. then we'll see, you know, it can actually do some good. Are we the best option? Yeah, exactly. Because um,
1: when you read bears, yeah. they all have a different strategy. And this yeah, is what yeah, I found. Yeah, right? yeah. So they all say something different. So I'm like, okay, so
2: mm-hmm.
1: if I was to make a decision and I'm. S- I'm trying to like live that life, right? Mm. Follow the strategies. Mm. If I also make an important decision, okay, how do I do this? Which strategy am I going to use? Yeah. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? It just causes mad confusion. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. it's like I think that's probably the problem. No one just sticks to one book and follows it for five, ten years. You know?
1: Yeah, that's not. I don't think that's a that's a normal practice, isn't it? Cause no. People are always like, oh, read this, read that, read this, read that. Like, yeah, yeah. so they they it's general general practice to know like all of them.
0: Yeah, but yeah. I yeah. don't know how helpful that is. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it, the self help industry. I don't know how long has it feel like it hasn't been too long, maybe ten years, where it's become like a phenomenon. Like it's, you yeah. Um. What um, books have you read? You can Grow rich. Yep. Um. Which one? I've read the popular ones. Um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. <laughs> oh, don't get me
2: started. Yeah. On Rich Dad, Poor Dad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. next. Uh,
0: me, let me, let me. I'm, the I'm, thing
1: I'm, is, that guy Robert. What yeah, 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 he's actually like a market so hassle. <laughs> yeah, he's. I mean,
0: thinking about it, like you know, he obviously. I think he has actually been successful in real estate, things like that, mm. but he's also been hugely successful in self-help, the help, self-help book industry. Mm. And obviously he's got classes everywhere, like, you know, mm-hmm. educational courses. So I can, oh. I can see there's, there's, there's a <laughs> side. <laughs> self-help
1: I don't know. I swear down, you know what I said yesterday? I just have a thing. I just have a sense for these things, you know? mm that's mad because cause the thing is you know you know the way I feel about these books
2: mm-hmm.
1: it was like that before they started getting like before there was knowledge on their background in it mm-hmm. I just read them and I was like bruv I don't like it don't sound right to me you know
0: mm-hmm. why, why is, you feel like I don't like know I just had mean? a
1: feeling I just didn't I just uh, didn't like it I was just like nah like
0: I don't really like these books you know but the thing is I think it Like I said, it does, it depends how much, like for example, I'm sure there's going to be loads of people, maybe not loads, but there's going to be quite a lot of people who've read some of these books and it fundamentally changed their mindset and put them on the path. 100%. Obviously there's no numbers, it could be Mm -hmm. 10%, but I think um, it does depend on the person. Do you think if you're sceptical of it, then you, you might read it and throw it away?
1: No, but the you thing is, think... I d- I didn't approach it skeptically. Oh, okay. s- skeptically, because I had no reason to in it.
0: So you read it, finished it.
1: Uh, um. Yeah. So I would then... just, um. I don't think I even finished a lot of these books. You know that. Mm. Like thinking, grow rich. I don't think I finished. Hmm. Uh, rich Dad Poor Dad. I, I don't think I finished either.
0: Okay.
1: Um. Because I just read some of it and I was like, I just didn't like. I I I can't even describe the feeling. Like I was just like, nah, like. Something about you. Yeah. Just, something it's... about it just feels off to me. Like. Yeah because i do uh, i read a variety of books in it mm-hmm. obviously i don't read fiction
0: but mm-hmm. yeah no that's nonsense <laughs> <laughs> i guess i guess there's a
1: there's a time and a place for that innit? yeah yeah um mindset i learn shit so exactly um yeah so i've i read a variety in it and i don't have and i obviously like, approach all of them with open mind in it because mm when i when I'm looking for these books, these are obviously like recommended books, right mm-hmm. so they must be good, I guess mm-hmm. um or well, you know when they show up in like top lists and like oh top mm-hmm. books for entrepreneurs or top books for business mm-hmm. and these will come up right so obviously someone has written that list thinks so, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So I' got no reason to doubt doubt them mm-hmm. but I'll just start reading them and I'll just be like, eh, I don't know i'm not it's not just not feeling this book,' it. Mm-hmm. I I just, I just felt like that way about these books, nice. and then it was later on that it came out that they're like something off about them, in you know?
0: Yeah, questionable. Questionable,
1: uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, questionable
0: origins, and you know? yeah, yeah. And like, uh, like things red, bro. A little tint. Maybe it's tied <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, And you you know what it is? I think, again, I think a lot of of the self-help books, especially when the industry started to get more heat, you know, people jump on it more and more. They think, oh, yeah, let me just, I've got a lot of, especially people who've got a lot of clout, let me just release a book, you know, talk about my experience. (laughs) And, you know, there you go, make some money. So there's definitely a lot of that um, in the industry, you know. 100%. Um, but I think at the end of the day I think if you actually follow one for a length of time, you know, well, that's probably your best chance of any kind of success. But Is that your strategy? That's that's my strategy. Yeah. I've, What's your book to follow? Now I, well funny enough, I decided to stick with Thinking Grow <laughs> 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 yes, see,
1: I swear you're you're the experiment. I'm right? the yeah, it's yeah, literally experiment.
0: Cool. That's literally what it is, you know. I've decided, you know what? I could pick any book and do the experiment after I thought let me just let me do Think and Grow Rich and actually experiment long term and I'll let you know if it's a load of shit or not. <laughs> <Common>. <laughs> but then I've read so many of what what happens if down the line, you know, well I will become successful but I can just say I've read all of the books.
1: You could, but you just gotta keep reading Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. And just use that when decision making, isn't
0: it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. I definitely look at it as an experiment. We'll see. What's your timeline? Five years. Five. Is that enough
1: time? Yeah, I think five years.
0: Five, five years, years time. enough time. Yeah. A level of success. Um, and can, I think can do a lot in five years. Yeah, to exactly. One, so... th- and and just to put it out into the universe. Seven figures is what I'm looking at. <laughs> Seven
1: figures, yeah. Seven
0: figures. And I went to um another TP. I'm just segwaying everywhere now. Is Good. you know Elon Musk is the richest man in the world now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But is he cash cash rich or is he asset rich? And then well, I would ask if, which is better? Or is Mm. both better? So that's wow that's now in the air.
1: Well, I don't think he. Well, he's obviously all types of rich. But (laughs) but I think obviously a lot of most of his net worth comes from the value of stock that he owns in it, in in the companies, Mm -hmm. Tesla especially. Yeah. Um. So I don't think his liquid. Mm. he's liquid like that and he? obviously he's got cash but yeah. not like 108 billion in cash yeah, you know, yeah he's yeah. not got that
0: majority is majority
1: in is, in is in stock holdings um and then assets i think he was asset rich but you know he recently just sold like all of his properties in california or something like three houses oh, right. or something he yeah, sold yeah. in it yeah so I'm I pretty sure he's like cutting cutting down. Yeah, yeah. Or at least maybe invest somewhere else in it, maybe. So he's got
0: less assets. He's
1: got less assets currently, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um
0: and um so in your opinion, what do you think is better?
1: Well, in the ideal world, flipping cash rich is the best, isn't it? Imagine yeah. having hundred eighty billion in cash. You yeah, could pretty yeah, much yeah. buy anything you want.
0: Whatever you want
1: right that's what apple that's what makes apple so lethal right because they had uh, they had a shit ton of cash like
2: yeah
1: a few years ago
2: mm-hmm.
1: they i think they had enough cash to buy coca-cola outright or something like that and then shit. some some crazy like start, yeah. right
2: yeah
1: and it's like bro like imagine if you have that kind of money you can move on anything mm-hmm right you have the liquid capacity to buy literally anything you want you ain't mm-hmm. got finance nothing you ain't got to liquidate your stock mm-hmm. you ain't got to raise funds nothing like that you just got a cash right there yo mm-hmm. i want to buy this boom here's the money that's it you know easy thing like mm-hmm. so if you're cash rich obviously that's mad isn't it? yeah uh but obviously cash if it's just sitting there it's losing value yeah, right yeah, so, it, so it depends how you look at it the liquidity is helpful but i guess you need a mixture of both in it mm-hmm.
0: um yeah ideally you want both i think if anything i'd prefer to be more even though it loses value i'd prefer to have a little bit more cash than assets because in the time in times of crisis in it if you're just then. if you're just asset rich you're fucked.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah um definitely so elon musk is majority asset rich at the moment
1: yeah i would say so i don't think any billionaire would ever be cash majority cash no one Mm -hmm. i think cash makes up a very small percentage of their net worth Mm-hmm. Or very small, meaning like 10% or so, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I know, especially with these like modern day billionaires uh, who are generally confined to one company, you know. Mm-hmm. So, Mark, Mark's company, oh, obviously, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. his majority of his net worth comes from just Facebook, you know. He's, yeah, he's yeah. not like he owns like hundreds of companies, right? hmm. Uh, Elon Musk has a few, but Jeff Bezos has Amazon, mm. pretty much just Amazon, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I think a very high proportion. I'm I'm thinking like fifty percent or more mm-hmm. of their net worth probably comes from their stock,
2: mm-hmm.
1: stock holdings, isn't it? So, and you
0: you mentioned as well, like there's different levels of billionaires, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, it's a bit peak to be in a position where most of your wealth is in one stock.
1: Yeah, makes you a lower class billionaire. (laughs) (laughs) Lower
0: class billionaire. Yeah, you're like a peasant billionaire. (laughs) What's the word? Is it oxymoron? Oxymoron, Oxymoron, yeah. Yeah, That's it. That's insane. Yeah, no, to have all your, your wealth. So when. You know, the, you know, the inevitable crash comes, or just a downturn. You know, mm-hmm. Elon Musk is gonna lose a lot of, a lot of value, a lot of rich richness.
1: He would, he would lose a lot of net worth. Yeah, hundred percent. But that generally don't happen. there. You
0: know. what? Downturn? It could,
1: but generally, the the thing is. Mm. They're all there, a a lot of their s- net worth comes from stock holdings, right? Mm-hmm. But because they're rich, their net worth is increasing anyway. Mm-hmm. So if there were to there were to be a downturn, mm-hmm. they will of course lose net worth in it. Mm-hmm. But in terms of them, their lives and shit, I do not think it oh, yeah, no, like no. At, no. at all. Innit? Yeah,
0: nothing. And um. One thing you said, like, obviously, he is the leader in the EV, electric, electrical vehicle industry. Mm -hmm. And uh, talk to me a little bit about the setup that they have and why I think what you're saying is, is potentially only the beginning of the growth in that industry.
1: Yeah. So, Tesla... It's, Tesla is basically the leader in in, in the industry like, by far right Yeah. because Tesla is, is the first company to bet on EVs as affordable mm-hmm. modes of transportation because mm-hmm. um, EVs have been attempted before mm-hmm. um, but they were there was numerous problems with it like they would either be too slow mm-hmm. or kind of ugly looking or whatever whatever it was mm-hmm. they just didn't catch on and that might have something to do with the fact that Oil and gas were, like, in their prime, innit? Mm-hmm. So there was no stopping oil and gas at that time. Mm-hmm. So EVs which just didn't make enough financial sense, innit?
0: And just to interrupt you for a second, I think a lot of oil companies, or maybe petrol-related companies, would suppress... 100%? You know, oh, electric. 100%, yeah, bro. So, yeah.
1: These oil, crude oil companies and petrol, they've yeah. been lobbying Yeah. regulation yeah, for yeah, a long yeah, time. Yeah. That's why EVs have been squashed for time, yeah, innit? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's um, another thing. Definitely. So,
0: yeah. Sorry, carry on.
1: Yeah. So, um, so Tesla is the first one to bet on it mm-hmm. and actually deliver in it. Because mm. their car was, the Model S was literally crazy. Like, mm. you know, the the fastest variant is like, I don't know, like three second 0 to 60 in it. That's mm-hmm. like super car level performance, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: In this car that makes no noise and can go like 300 miles on one charge. Mm mm-hmm mad
0: crazy
1: you know what i mean that's mad like yeah. no one exp- That cars have not been like that in it? Mm-hmm. so here's this new company and they actually made it happen mm-hmm. everything is different everything is it's like the new modern car in it mm-hmm. it makes everything else just look kind of outdated right mm-hmm. um, and tesla has been doing that so they obviously are, are, are the benchmark in the industry as i was saying right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so any new ev that comes in it's like oh Tesla versus X new yeah. car, right? Yeah. So Tesla sets the standard in the EV industry.
2: Yeah.
1: And I think they're they're well far ahead in it. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. highly they are vertically vertically integrated.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So they started making their own batteries, right? I think they partnered with like Panasonic or something like that mm-hmm. to make a battery plant,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Um.
0: Which a lot of other. Car companies. Car
1: companies don't, yeah. Yeah. Um I uh, was in you have battery providers in a Panasonic being one of them. Um mm-hmm. uh, but Tesla developed their own like tech in mm-hmm. And Tesla batteries are like quite good on range in it compared mm-hmm. to other traditional manufacturers who've not been able to match the range of Teslas. Mm-hmm. Um so he did that and then they operate. They introduce the, the direct selling of cars mm. to the consumer, in you know? a Yeah. Because generally, you buy from a dealer, which is a separate entity. And mm-hmm. uh, like, they they represent the brand, but they are they are not the brand. If that mm-hmm. makes sense.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um. So this is the first time where anyone could go and buy direct from the company, right? Mm-hmm. So they own that part of the chain as well. Mm-hmm. They own the manufacturing part. Not fully, because I, I think they do use, like, Mercedes, like, switches and shit like that. Okay. Um, But most of their things, they make themselves in it. Yeah. Um,
0: which is very rare.
1: Which is, uh, well, it's, it's not rare. Obviously, all car companies do that, right? Or mm. well, not all of them, but, like, the big ones, right? But it's rare for a new company. Okay. Um, to be able to do that. Because, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, starting a car company is crazy yeah, expensive. Yeah, like that. Next level expensive, right? Mm-hmm. So, it doesn't have a lot of new entrants. Mm-hmm. It's been the same companies doing it for decades and decades, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so, to start a new company and then have it be the most valuable car company, uh, although he says it's a tech company more than a car company. He says. That, yeah, that's what he says. I mean. Yeah. Uh, which does make sense to a certain extent, but, Mm. you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And have it be more valuable than, you know, VW, BMW, Mercedes, all of them, right? That's crazy. That's mad.
0: That's mad. Do do you think um, that they'll, like, they'll expand into other industries? Like, I'm thinking uh, this is the beginning of, like, Amazon when they just did uh, books at the beginning and then hmm You know, they expanded into other
1: What other industries will you yeah. think?
0: I don't know. Something like I mean electric vehicles, other electric electrically powered
1: transportation?
0: Yep, yeah, transportation. I think they were looking at trucks, right? Yeah,
1: they do make trucks. They, they make don't trucks. make them yet, but the, the, they have
0: yeah.
1: a they are gonna do it in basically.
0: Maybe they can start making buses.
1: Probably, probably yeah. will. And um, you know they're pioneering the self-drive technology. It? Right. Their system is far more sophisticated than pretty much any other car company.
0: Yeah, because you can use the Teslas for like autopilot. You can yeah, all, for autopilot, auto, yeah Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the regulation is not quite there yet, so oh, it's, uh, it's not allowed in in the UK, for example. Oh, okay. It's very. It's the functionality is restricted in in the UK. Okay. Um. But you know it will get there in time. Mm-hmm.
0: obviously. yeah. Do you think maybe they'll expand, or it will, 100%. they just
1: yeah? Yeah, hundred percent, man. There's no reason not to, right? They're gonna, they probably are gonna do it everywhere they can, mm-hmm. because uh, the thing, other other you see, other car manufacturers are now starting to realize. Okay, look, we gotta make electric cars, in it, mm-hmm. we don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Because now governments are starting to add taxes on, yeah, yeah. you know stuff like that, right? starting yeah. to ban it and shit. Yeah. So they they have to, you know? there's no choice now. They got yeah. to make electric cars. Yeah. And companies like Mercedes, BMW, the VW group, like Ford, mm-hmm. uh, G uh was yeah GM like General Motors and the whole all the companies they own, right? Mm-hmm. Chevrolet, Dodge, all of those. Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, have massive capital in it. Mm-hmm. Like Mercedes can devote like billions and billions to research, mm-hmm. so they will get there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Eventually, they will get there. Mm-hmm. But right now, Tesla is far, far ahead in it. Mm-hmm. Like in terms of tech, in terms of everything else,
2: mm-hmm.
1: they're they're very ahead. No other, no other company has their own charging infrastructure mm-hmm. tesla does right mm-hmm. that's that immediately i
0: think maybe they'll start mm-hmm. outsourcing their batteries you know Who, tesla you, yeah
1: um yeah I, I i would say they would you know mm. that would make sense the way uh, the thing is the way elon musk approaches this mm-hmm. is uh, i feel like they would mm-hmm. start doing that because he goes he wanted to uh, he wanted to kind of push start the electric transportation industry
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, so I think a lot of his research is like op- open openly available it? like right. patents and that yeah. so, so I feel like yeah if they have sick battery tech I, I don't see a reason why he wouldn't sell them to other cars other mm. people other companies as well mm-hmm. but I don't know, I guess he might want to keep that advantage for himself as well. But yeah. that's not really I don't think that's his uh his type of behaviour, I guess. He's mm-hmm. not like that basically, you know. Yeah. His his would, uh, strategy so far has been to be more open, like, about the whole industry, right? So You
0: could you could probably make a lot of money, like He don't care about money though. He doesn't, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, that's the thing. He doesn't get my money.
0: So his shareholders' the worst Dream. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, it's working, but. <laughs> it's working, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: yeah. I think it's, it's a good strategy, though.
0: Yeah, for sure. He's advancing that society. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I think he's doing a lot of good.
2: I think
1: shareholders understand, innit? Or at least now they do that.
0: Mm.
1: yes, we're not. Making too much money today, mm-hmm. but in the future, it's gonna pay off big, innit? Yeah, and it will because Tesla is far, far ahead, innit? At mm-hmm. least in the next few years, mm-hmm. they can't be matched by any other car car company, innit? Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, I do the thing with Mercedes, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I've driven all of their EQC, the new EQC, and all the electric hybrids, right? Mm-hmm nah no, dead. they're not they're dead not. <laughs> absolutely dead isn't it? Like, i w- i wouldn't wanna I wouldn't wanna buy one in it
2: yeah,
1: um so they're not, and then their range is like shit as well, so
0: yeah, so they are very far behind, yeah, and that's Mercedes,
1: that's Mercedes and all other companies as well no one's as advanced as Tesla in, in the electric yeah. car space, yeah, and then on top of that, you got the new entrants coming in as well mm-hmm. uh Nikola Motors. Yeah, their things is a bit of a joke at the moment. Um, <laughs> and,
0: and is it Neo and I O? Yeah, NIO, yeah Neo,
1: Neo. And then you have uh, uh, what's the other one? This is a uh, I think it's called Rivian. Mm-hmm. Rivia, Rivian Motors as well. Mm-hmm. All these new electric car companies in it.
0: Yeah, the space so is growing. It's the
1: space f- is heating up, bro. Like
0: it's good for uh, day trading.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it will be good for like the future as well, man. Mm. Cause you're gonna see a lot more variety in your cars. Yeah. Cause I think the car market is dominated by a few brands,
2: right? Mm. So it'd
1: be good to see new brands about in there. Yeah. Like. Definitely. At least here, cause here all you see is our uh, Beemers, Audis, Mercs.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. VWs and Fords, and you know, like, there's not really anything else. Yeah. Like obviously, a Honda and shit, but
2: mm-hmm.
1: that's it. You know? that, that's that's all there is.
0: There's not a lot of variety. Yeah,
1: there's not a lot of variety. But then with these new companies, at least for us, we'll be like, yo, that's sick. Like,
0: yeah. New choices, isn't it? I think a lot of them are coming from China as well. A lot.
1: Hmm. You know? Yeah, they do,
0: yeah. Uh, I only have two. X-P-E-F-V. X-P-E-V, uh, yeah. A-
1: yeah, XP- yeah Yeah. XPEV. Yeah. Yeah, XPEV.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. China's getting... got money now, is it? Yeah, so. yeah i think they are they're actually um supporting the manufacture of green transportation so that could yeah. be why that they're popping up all of a sudden
1: yeah makes sense man mm. china china needs that as well wouldn't it like mm. so it does make sense to pioneer like yeah that industry as well plus you know, if they're the industry leaders fucking China gets richer in here.
0: Yeah. A lot richer. More than they already are.
1: Yeah, more than they Um
2: let's
0: see. Yeah, so I was looking at um this is not much for a smooth segue. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, has ended now. it has ended. I was looking at the BBC website. I was talking about like online learning and issues with that um obviously learning is happening more online as time goes on now especially during these fucking lockdowns mm-hmm. everything's becoming digital um for uh, for kids and for adults um like a lot of training is like completely online now that I used to be in person what effect do you think this will have? On the economy it's a bit of a broad question like all online the...
1: learning on the economy
0: yeah mm. basically everyone i guess you kind of uh, expand it everyone will be staying at home more often you know kids will be at home instead of going to school uh, adults will be even up to teenagers you know like a the secondary schools have been delayed I think until February March and they're getting told to do to do more online learning
2: mm-hmm.
0: um even conferences you know these are all going online all these educational uh platforms you know that used to be like 10,000 seat situations or a 1,000 whatever all of them are going like online so um what comes to mind when you when you think about the effect that could have?
1: That's a tough one, man. I don't know actually, because mm. um, obviously it's going to have some effect, but it's
0: a bit hard to kind of
1: yeah, it is. It is because uh, well, what do you mean by effect? Do you mean economic effects or do you mean um, the quality of learning effects?
0: I was thinking more economic, but that's okay. that's also a good good point there. Quality of learning.
1: Okay, so if we if we look at the economic effect first, mm-hmm. I don't actually know. You know what? Do you, what do
0: you think? Um, I think I like, think it will affect it yeah. venues, of course. Well, of course. I think it'll... as in
1: I get that right. Like I get the, it will affect like, the supporting businesses. Yeah. Right, things like food places, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hotel venues, as you mentioned.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But those are impacted anyway.
0: So they'll they'll get even more impacted. They'll get e-
1: yeah. They'll get even more impacted. it'll, I be, think it'll be the
0: final blow maybe.
1: I think, you know, you know who's going to suffer a lot? Mm-hmm. It's uh, universities, isn't it? Oh,
0: right, yeah. Because um, like, for them... Yeah. Like like accommodation or just universities? Well, well?
1: Accommodation, accommodation, maybe as well, because it's yeah. like, okay, like... Actually, I don't know. Actually, no, unis are still open, bro. They're
0: still open for now. Yeah, but but they're still in the midst of... So It's still like everything's changing, in it? Yeah. And I guess everything from last year was already set in motion. I guess everyone's already paid there.
1: The thing here, yeah Yeah. Yeah. But they are. They they're petitioning, you know, uh, what to the, have it reduced to like 3k. The, the,
0: the tuition fees. fees.
1: Yeah. Because they're like, yo, we don't even go into the uni like, Yeah, okay yeah. <laughs> 9k for like.
0: They still have to do their work there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, university. That's that's um. Yeah,
1: whole. supporting businesses obviously are gonna be impacted in it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so you know, you know the places that rely on a lot of lunch time and a lot of foot traffic mm-hmm. are gonna suffer a lot in well, whatever industry that's in, right? Yeah. Obviously, a lot of non-essential retail is closed right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're getting fucked anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: But all the others as well are gonna be impacted from no foot traffic basically,
0: yeah, yeah, just I guess it's foot traffic you know essentially is is the kind of the the top one. people are just gonna be less going outside to these places, and like I said the surrounding sport areas mm-hmm. universities, places like Nottingham will get decimated. <laughs> yeah 100% Everyone's but
1: actually if, it, if they if students are still there though you know, so i think the takeaways will be all right but yeah. the nightclubs are gonna suffer a lot yeah bro. yeah yeah because the nightclubs there i bet make a shit ton of money they did uh, they must have i don't know uh, how yeah. much they make but they yeah. must have innit? it yeah, like, yeah yeah the amount of people that go in there on just one night yeah it's crazy you see they must have mm-hmm. each pain like up to like 10 pounds in it
2: mm-hmm.
1: so 10 pounds i don't know how many people a couple thousands i would say actually you know, is that a bit much i mean that's, that's a lot <laughs> a, <bit> much. <laughs> a few hundred people yeah it? yeah yeah. so you know you're and that's just entry fees in it mm-hmm. i know your main thing is obviously alcohol is where you make most of the money in clubs
0: so. yeah
1: raking it in prof a lot
0: not so anymore they're, they're, yeah <laughs> i was gonna say they're, they're they're gonna suffer probably well their business is completely shut down completely yeah. um i guess on the on the plus side a lot of online learning platforms will gain a lot of uh customers
1: yeah 100 yeah. percent. we're gonna see a rise yeah that industry is gonna get absolutely saturated like yeah, crazy yeah. massively more so than it already is isn't it
0: mm-hmm. Um. I'd imagine that maybe the infrastructure will get positively affected, like the in like 'cause obviously there's gonna be a lot more, you know, people trying to create these learning platforms, then I feel like the 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 way you can learn online will improve a lot. The different methods
1: yeah, I get you. you know There'll saying. be more variety of y- yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. More competition in it. Yeah, exactly. More that's, innovation of that's, sorts. That's
0: it,
1: yeah. Yeah. But no. I think you're just gonna see a lot of mediocre ones. Yeah. And of a few good ones and obviously the mediocre ones will kinda of die out They'll or
0: something. Die out. So what you said earlier about how how will it affect learning, how do you affect how do you think the you know the rise of digital learning will actually impact how much people learn Do you think it i will think it will will it improve or will i don't i don't, don't think
1: it will improve
0: mm.
1: i think it will go down in that yeah um but I, I obviously i haven't been doing that so
0: mm. i
1: don't know obviously it depends where you define learning obviously i'm thinking of like school children but yeah, yeah you're yeah. thinking of everyone right
0: yeah, but we can start with school children.
1: Okay, so for school children, I don't think it'll be an improvement. Yeah. I think no, it'll I mean, be a bit of a downgrade for them yeah. in terms of quality of education. Yeah. I guess for adults, you know what, it might come in more handy cuz it might be kind of long to go somewhere in person to learn. Now that you can do it at home, it makes it a lot more accessible. Yeah. So I think for adults it might have a positive yeah. positive effect in there. Yeah, but that's only if they're able to obviously focus themselves and yeah. actually do it in it. Yeah, Um. So challenge. if you imagine you got kids in it, then,
0: then <laughs> it would be better to go out it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and do it but for a day. If you have kids, I think it would be right to stay in it actually because it would be maybe more difficult to find babysitters or whatever. To sort out taking care of the kids would be more difficult than to be inside and get on the pc
1: it depends if you already got a babysitter then you're good true yeah
0: true that but yeah i so, get yeah. you man
1: it makes it more convenient for mm-hmm. sure
0: but but yeah i definitely agree with kids is loads of
1: distractions i hope yeah huh? loads of distractions i hope yeah yeah definitely yeah.
0: definitely um yeah especially the i've done you know decent amount of online learning and i don't know man after like half an hour 45 minutes i'm like oh, okay i need to i need to get i need to leave this it's tough. <laughs> so yeah it is tough so i don't i don't know but at the same time you have you do that on the pc or you do that in person anyway it's just similar um you still have to take in the information
2: Hmm.
1: i guess the environment helps in it, it yeah, depends how you yeah, are yeah, yeah if you yeah. like a more comfy environment being a home, better mm-hmm. or if you if you like a more structured yeah environment then you might work better in mm-hmm. in person isn't it
0: i guess in person you can be more interactive as well you can actually
1: true you know. plus you know in person you know when you're there you know what you're there to do right mm-hmm. at home it's like oh your bed's over there your sofa yeah. is here yeah your tv like your all of these things around you that you associate with homely things like mm-hmm. chilling time right
0: mm-hmm. but then yeah, you go
1: to do this studying and you know, then which is different so yeah.
0: you're like you're, you're in a different frame of mind yeah you know, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Home, yeah exactly Well, for kids yeah i think it'll be very peak for kids because kids need to run around like you know if they're sat down all day i don't think that's good for their development 100%
1: Yeah, hundred percent, and that and no social interaction as well. Yeah, you know, that's mad.
0: Yeah, and they're gonna have more. I would imagine like them being on the screen more is gonna like lead to more them going on YouTube, more playing games, Mm -hmm. things, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Um, so it'll be like a a downward spiral. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's peak, man.
1: Growing yeah. up now would be so peak, bruh. Very I would peak. not want to be doing that.
0: A very peak. It's going to be all sheltered inside. Yeah. You know, in the interaction. Even for, for students as well, university students, man. I know. Imagine Bruv.
1: your best years of your life <laughs> exactly. and you're just chilling. Nah, that's so unfortunate, bruh.
0: Imagine freshers, yeah, the, the liveliest part of the university condensed in two weeks, three weeks, and you're sitting inside. <laughs> so, I'm
1: very very unfortunate very unfortunate peak, I feel peak for first years this year
0: yeah yeah this is because um, it yeah it's, and
1: they're going to have to pay 9k for this dead experience For wow, man that's just an L on top of that bro yeah
0: yeah. They, no they it. should
1: definitely reduce their tuition fees now.
0: but then it's not like the universities can afford to take a hit like that because that's from nine K to like even to six K, that's a lot of money.
1: That's a lot of money, but I don't, think, I don't know, government's don't, gonna have to bail them out. <laughs> <laughs> more money, more money. stimulus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they're gonna get destroyed. I mean they shouldn't have put it to nine K in the first place, to be honest. Yeah,
1: that's very very <laughs> high. Nine K yeah. per year as well. Like.
0: Crazy. I think university used to be free in the UK as well, like a long time ago.
1: Mm, I swear it's still free in Scotland.
0: In Scotland, yeah, it's yeah. still free. So maybe it's a good thing that universities get, um, if they get impacted in a negative way from this, they need to be reformed. Yeah, I agree, man. Do you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I think I think the thing is right. Universities are gonna have to fight a lot harder in the coming years.
0: Mm-hmm. How so? How
1: so? Um, because the general trend right now seems to be towards not needing to go to university. Uh,
0: right, yeah, yeah.
1: Right? For a very long time, mm-hmm. it has been the chosen method that, okay, look, you go to sixth form or college, mm-hmm. Well, You go get a degree at a union. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just something you do. Yeah. Right? But now... Because otherwise you're not going to get a job or anything, right? Mm-hmm. But now, that's not really the main narrative, and it? now it's more like you don't need you don't need to go to uni. You mm-hmm. can do other things. Mm-hmm. So, so unis are and and obviously the fact that you have a learning available in a lot of different mediums, right? Mm-hmm ones which you don't have to pay 9k a year for Mm -hmm. right so yeah um as that information becomes more readily available Mm -hmm. spending time at uni just seems like a a less it doesn't seem like a value for money investment Mm and basically on a a level yeah it it seems like the value you're getting for your money is just core yeah, yeah. value value for money basically so
0: yeah yeah you know you're completely right i definitely get that feeling as well especially like you know imagine when we have kids mm-hmm. next you know 10 15 or whatever years with all the information we've had and the experience we've had we're probably not gonna say you need to go to uni as opposed to our parents as well who, who that was the only thing they knew I would still want them to go uni though. Not gonna lie to you. would you? Yeah. Why?
1: For the experience.
0: Oh, for the (laughs) yeah, still for the experience. It is. It is a very good experience. It's It's definitely a, a a life changing experience. But would you? Would you advise your kid to take, on all that debt just to party, or just give him ten grand and tell him to go on a trip around the world?
1: No, I'll pay for his uni. It's it? <laughs> she doesn't need that debt, bro. But like, no, it's just it's there's a lot of factors, man. Like, yeah. think about it this way, right? And if we, I'm willing to go uni, him or her to go uni, mm. and like, move out as well, mm. like go away for uni, and not mm. like stay at home and go uni, because I don't think that's the true no uni experience. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know when you do that, it it does teach you to grow up a lot, in it. Yeah, yeah. Right, you got to be very, very independent, so... Yeah. Absolutely necessary, like, I feel like if you don't, if you live at home or you don't go uni, Mm. you're missing out on that experience, isn't it? And I think that experience is a life-changing in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah, definitely. So,
1: for that reason, I would say go to uni. Yeah, no, I Uh, agree. Even if it's not just for, like, the education, I would say for the experience, do it. But, you know, in... If I was to have a kid now, let's say in 18 years time, who knows what it's going to be like. Yeah,
0: Yeah. I guess you could, let's say someone who's 15 or 14 comes up to you and says, what should I do? Should I go to university or should I, you know, get a job and get some experience instead? What would you say to him or her?
1: I would say go to uni.
0: Yeah? Yeah. I would I would say don't cuz you
1: union. I think it I think obviously it depends to it depends on this what subject. they want to do, yeah. It? Yeah. Um yeah, I, but I, I would on well it depends. If you give me an example, I'll tell
2: you in it.
0: I I mean I think it's, i probably we're probably thinking on the same night. Like yeah. if it was to do medicine or to be a, <laughs> to be a doctor, sorry, you know, you have to yeah. get to university.
1: I think it depends on a lot a lot on your chosen careers as well right like yeah. obviously those careers that you just mentioned mm-hmm. you have to go uni in yeah in that there's no option right mm-hmm. so that's I, I'm not considering those
2: mm-hmm.
1: but I'm talking about what they actually want to do later on yeah because uni teaches you a lot of things uh, that people don't realize mm-hmm. Um, just general skills in it mm-hmm. life skills yeah Um like things like um, organizing time meeting deadlines like stuff Mm -hmm. like that right just Mm -hmm. these are like soft soft type skills Mm, Um, very important Mm -hmm. so you are going to get that from getting a job as well learning obviously Mm -hmm. but those the skills you get from that might be a bit more a bit more specific to your job rather than Mm. things that you can learn um you can use widely in there Mm-hmm. like you see me making for through due to my course right
2: mm-hmm.
1: now I know how to write essays I know how to structure documents i know how to i know how to write first of all right mm-hmm. I know how to write well when mm-hmm. i'm not I'm not saying I'm a sick writer but mm-hmm. I know how to write
0: yeah um of all, the, all the courses yeah, that
1: you yeah done yeah yeah and you know how to write a report you know how to do this you know how to do these calculations obviously that is degree degree specific but mm-hmm. stuff like that you know. so there's a lot of skills that you learn from going yeah. uni. so i would say yeah d- depending on what you want to do you should go like if you want to do something like us like entrepreneurship that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: um is uni a requirement obviously not mm-hmm. you can get started anytime mm-hmm. so yeah, but I would still, I would still want to go in you know, it, like for the, to, for the experience. Yeah, even if I knew I just wanted to do more in business, I would yeah. still want to go to uni. It's, it's,
0: it's tough because I'm looking at like, let's look at the uh, how, how much you're paying for it just at the moment mm-hmm. how it is. You're paying like what, nine grand for tuition and what, four, or five grand for accommodation. Yep. Obviously, your living expenses. Yep. You know, All in all, maybe I don't know, maybe twenty grand a year at the moment
1: probably a bit less but depending where, where you are yeah, yeah we can say 20k yeah, yeah.
0: and then multiplied by three three years yeah or four or four, four yeah i did i did four years so uh so that could be 60 or 80 grand i even though i think the experience is very good and it, it matures in a lot of ways you know you learn how to actually wash your clothes and <laughs> yeah. little things like that are important and also like you said the soft skills that you learn at university but then if you actually put it up against how much you're going into debt eighty grand or sixty mm-hmm. grand or high high numbers, mm-hmm. is it worth it? I, personally I don't think looking back at it it's it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Unless like you said it's uh a, a a job that you need you need that degree. Because um, if you you know you're gonna you're gonna have to pay that back, obviously. Mm-hmm. So 60 to 80 grand, man, that's like, you could, you could, you could do a lot with that. You could learn independently, party around the world. You could rent your own house for a year. You could do a lot basically and not spend anywhere close to and that. Then,
1: yeah. but, and then what are we going to do after?
0: Like, like of, of you still need to have, if you have like something that you want to do. Yeah. You can, you can get it done. Again, obviously it depends on what it is, but... Like entrepreneurship, you know, you can, you can, like, I know someone, uh, a friend who was, who's an accountant, like even he, he knew someone at his workplace who was, he didn't go to uni he just, at 18 or 19, he got like a low position in an accountancy firm, Mm -hmm. very low, like entry level, obviously he didn't have a degree. And while my mate was at uni learning accountancy, he was spending three, four years learning the trade, and when he got a- got out of union, started a job. The guy who was way ahead of him, um, he still had to do his accountancy degrees, obviously, which takes a lot longer. But in terms of experience and a lot of things, mm-hmm. he was he, the guy who didn't go to union was ahead. Yep. Um, and he doesn't have sixty grand, eighty grand of debt, you know, carrying around. So, like, that's just one example I'm thinking, like, is it, is the experience, you can pay for the experience uh, on a smaller scale. That's that's... I guess,
1: but um, as you said, it it does depend on the careers, isn't it? Yeah. Because most big companies do require you to have a degree. Yeah. It's only some tech companies that are, like, it's not a requirement, right? Mm -hmm. But most banks, consulting, everything, Mm. you need a degree in it.
0: Like, obviously, like, yeah. he could be an outlier, right? So, I don't know. No, no, maybe... what you're
1: saying happens, it? Yeah. Like, that's perfectly normal, in Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Perfectly legit way to go about it. Mm-hmm. Um, But I don't know how frequently that would occur, let's say, yeah. if you want to work at, I don't know, Goldman Sachs or Citibank yeah, yeah. or something like that, yeah. right? Where
0: For them, yeah. You, you, for the yeah. It's, it's,
1: yeah i mean it might still happen i'm not saying it doesn't happen i'm Mm. saying that's not the normal route in it yeah yeah and when you have a degree right it's like a uni it's like universal yeah uh credibility in it Mm. anyway you know anywhere you go you can present your degree and be like look yeah at least you were educated to a certain standard yeah yeah yeah. when you learn from experience Mm. yeah you got that experience but that's not certified by anything yeah, yeah. if that makes sense yeah um but i, I agree with what you're saying man like mm-hmm. as a value for money it isn't, isn't it? definitely yeah. not yeah um so i guess it just depends on what you want to do
0: yeah yeah that's it at the end of the day um if someone were to come up to me like so it depends on what the person wants to do hmm but I would lean towards no university. Look for an apprenticeship.
1: Yeah, but for yeah, sure, man. It depends. Sure, you know what we should talk about. What's that? We should talk about crypto. G? Yeah. Come on. That's the, the main the, topic of the <laughs> podcast.
0: <laughs> we'll use that to close off. We're at one one fifteen. Oh
1: shit! Come <laughs> on. I want you to. I want you to tell us better knowledge in it. Come on. Um well, as much as you want to share and you know, obviously you don't be giving away no trade secrets. Of
0: course, now. yeah, you know, you have to pay for that. <laughs> 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 I'm not charging, I'm not gonna lie at the moment, but somehow you have to pay for it. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, of course, it's slowly getting back in terms of um headlines back to you know, mainstream again. A lot of people are talking about it again. Which is part of the cycle as well um there's one uh i mean how how do you wanna say it's such a i always you know what it is about crypto i always get mm. kind of st- stumbled because it's such a broad topic broad topic yeah, yeah so broad, you, yeah
2: um
0: um
1: tell us about bitcoin and what what you what you think about what's happening how is it gonna go you reckon
2: not
0: so, as financial advice yeah. <laughs> disclaimer not financial advice you lose all, lose all your money it's your fault um, but I mean at the moment it's like at 40,000 42,000 I think the fact that it got to this point so quickly I was definitely expecting it to get to these levels but not, not so early I was thinking even maybe, maybe March time but the fact that it's gotten to this level so quickly and it hasn't corrected much at all mm-hmm. does lead me to believe like, when it corrects, which will be like 30-40%, maybe next week or month, I don't know when, I think that the next time, the next rally, which will be maybe later this year, will, there's a good chance that it'll get to like 100k. Yo,
1: you know who was saying that? I think we're saying that as well. Who's that? Uh, Chamath. How was he? Yeah, he was saying that My as well. My man, obviously smart guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: so and um,
1: calm. So that's a good time to buy. Yeah,
0: it's a good time to buy.
1: <laughs> Back when it when the correction happens.
0: Yeah, well, the thing is, people who've been, even me, I've been trying to call the correction for so long. If you wait until the correction happens, it might go to sixty thousand before it corrects. There's no way to know. So mm-hmm. the best thing to do is, if you have let's say a thousand pound, just put two hundred fifty pound in today, and then two fifty next week, and then until it gets to a thousand pound, because if it corrects, maybe after three weeks when it gets to sixty thousand, you would have averaged in some buys, and then when it crashes, you've got two hundred fifty pound that you put in again. So on average, you get like a good, good buy in buy in price. So so there's no point trying to wait until the correction um but at the same time because bitcoin is already at 40,000 it could get to 100,000 there's no guarantees but it's looking like it um don't obviously expect to make 10x your money because mm-hmm. because it's already fairly high you're not going to make that those crazy gains anymore so it's good to also keep your expectations reasonable you know Mm-hmm. Expect to double your money, potentially, but don't expect to make life-changing money. Those yep. those days are unfortunately gone. Yep. Um, but still, I think it's still a good time ta- good time to buy.
1: Yeah. What about um,
0: Ethereum? Ethereum is is smashing it as well. I think Ethereum is gonna because it's Bitcoin has gone way past its all-time high, which was twenty thousand. So it's a double that right now. Ethereum hasn't reached its all time high just yet so the the highest ethereum was at back in twenty seventeen was one thousand four hundred dollars okay, 400. and at the moment it's at one thousand two hundred, so you're probably gonna make more money from Ethereum now if you invest in it because it's still yet to smash double or triple its all time high mhm so um
1: and then when that happens the momentum will propel it even further,
0: yeah, exactly. But, um so ethereum is a buy right now ethereum is a buy God. not financial advice <laughs> <laughs> um
1: you're advising me though so uh, i got my pitch
2: ready.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm waiting um but the uh the other coins what it is about them of course the you know with those cryptocurrencies you're going to get much much higher returns five times ten times your money back but they could easily go down fifty percent, or they probably will when it, when Bitcoin corrects. So mm-hmm. the swings for that are so crazy. Like, I think but it, it will go up. It will back go up, 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 isn't it? But there's no guarantees with altcoins. You know, a lot of altcoins will get to a certain level and just kind of crash into oblivion, oblivion, and they'll never get back up. It are still at a fairly early point, so there's a good chance a lot of them will go very high. But, like, I think you've got a lot to have... Either you have a temperament where you just don't care, you put money in, and you mm-hmm. leave it, and you're fine. Or you have the temperament of, of a beginner where you see it go down 50%, you sell it, and then it goes 10 times what it used to be, and then you buy back in at a much oh, higher price. No, you, I don't
1: think I would do that.
0: You you probably won't. I think the thing won't. is,
1: if I buy a coin... Yeah. And it, it goes down. Why the fuck am I going to sell it for well, at a lower price? I'll just keep it and
2: there.
0: It depends how much. But if you put in a, such an amount where you're more emotionally invested, yeah, you'll you will get tossed around by the market. Yeah. Will, but how
1: many? How many of these coins
0: mm-hmm.
1: kind of just hit bottom and then never recover?
0: Um, I think at the moment it's probably not going to happen. It's going to happen after the major peak and it starts to crash. Mm that's when a lot of the coins will will go down to oblivion. At the moment, because we're still not at the peak, I think a lot of coins will just keep going up and up. Um, So like, out of the old coins that are pretty good, I think are like Cardano, which is like an improved version of Ethereum. Like there's one called Ocean Protocol, which their project is about being able to um, sell like your data in a safe manner so let's say more for corporations but people as well Mm -hmm. obviously data is becoming more of a commodity so there's a lot of Mm -hmm. value in there so if let's say facebook had loads of data obviously they do (laughs) tons of data on everyone if they used ocean protocol they could like actually leverage their data and sell it to other people uh, in a secure way say so that other people want to use it for certain certain reasons they could they could use they could essentially like you're you know
1: you choose who you sell them there to and they're paid for it.
0: They paid for it, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But they don't like they're idea. not able to like copy it and steal it. It's all yeah, done in a secure way. It's like it?
1: they can just they're basically licensing your yeah,
0: data. That's it. Yeah they like yeah that's, that's sick. yeah so that's a really good project. Um and
1: wrapped Bitcoin. Yeah. So Bitcoin wrapped in an Ethereum token. Yeah. For what is voice, this. So it's like is you... next
0: level crypto. Because <laughs> Bitcoin is a, it's a slow crypto. Like it takes time to send and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you can't do a lot of things with it. But people like its value. So, you would use Bitcoin as collateral, and make a wrap Bitcoin on Ethereum.
1: Okay, I don't know what that means, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so it's like a, it's like a. It's like a version of it's like a version of Bitcoin on the Ethereum network. Cuz you can't just, you can't use Bitcoin on Ethereum on that network. Yeah. But you can make like a fake version of Bitcoin on that network and it ties to the value of Bitcoin. Does that make sense?
1: I get I get it. How I, I yeah. get I get what you're saying. Yeah. How so how do they do that? They just Put something, put a value inside a, a Bitcoin. Um, Put the value inside an Ethereum.
0: So they would make A like Bitcoin a, value. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. It's exactly that. Um. So, so what um, would that
1: value be? Would that value be... I think, I mean... The check... key to an actual Bitcoin? Or would that value just be a price? It like is... a price level of Bitcoin?
0: I actually didn't look at the value, but... It should be the value. What is the value? Is it same as Bitcoin? Hmm, a bit low actually. Twenty nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's same. Yeah, yeah. It's actually a
1: bit more expensive.
0: You know? Yeah, so so it should be tied to the value of Bitcoin. First. Um. Designed to track
1: Bitcoin's value. Yeah. Oh, I see. So you, this basically allows you to trade Bitcoin on Ethereum's network.
0: Yeah. But, yeah.
1: Interesting.
0: Very interesting. Um so yeah, altcoins, there's a lot of good altcoins. Um but as always, like the thing they say is you shouldn't use um more than like your disposable income. Hmm. But obviously people don't do that, including myself. I've used way weigh- <laughs> 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 I've used way more than my disposable income. But when you're young as well, you, I think you can take more risks. Hmm. You should never take risk where you're going to be homeless and something silly like that. But sure. if you're living at home,
1: swear down what I can't I mean, not all in now. I mean, you know, no, mortgage your house and that.
0: You may get rich. So that's fuck. what Ray Kroc did. Uh, who? Ray Croc. Who's that?
1: The guy who uh, made McDonald's what it is. Oh, is it? He? So he's like the founder of McDonald's,
0: but obviously I thought that was Ronald McDonald. <laughs> that's a made-up story. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was a clown, bro. I thought that was the founder. Okay. Well, not actually, but yeah, that's.
1: Have you, have you seen the movie? The obviously you haven't seen the movie. Yeah. not? It's no. called it the Founder, is No, I
0: ain't
1: seen that. It's a story. So you know, McDonald's used to be a little burger place. I didn't
0: know that.
1: In um San Bernardino, California.
0: San Bernardino.
1: Yeah, and um what was genius about mcdonald's at that time was they had a speedy system in you know? it ah, so they could I've heard uh, about this. yeah so they could uh deliver their order within like a very small space of time compared to all see. the other like fast food chains that that or well, there wasn't no fast food like whatever in no, it
0: no. they were like the first fast food the true fast food yeah yeah. yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah so um so ray crock was not the founder of this system or McDonald's. Mm-hmm. The founders were Dick and Mac McDonald's. They're two brothers, isn't it? Right. So it was their, it was their shop.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: that It was their restaurant. Yeah. Ray Kroc came in and he's like, this idea is sick. Let me franchise oh,
0: it. okay.
1: So he franchised. He got a franchise agreement with them and he franchised yeah. it all over the US. Yeah. But he was still not making any money. So, because his franchise cut was like 1.9% or something. Yeah. So he wasn't making any money, right? So some guy, he met some guy, um, like a financial advisor or something, who Mm. recommended, look, he he basically said, start another company, buy the land underneath, buy the land, and then you can sell them franchise. And then they, as part of the franchise, they have to lease the land from you. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you yeah. were to
0: buy a McDonald's franchise... You have to buy it on the on their you land. You have to land.
1: lease McDonald's land to do oh. it. They own the land, right? Right. Um, and that's how he got rich, it, basically. And then... Um...
0: Wait, so... So now, part of the agreement, if you want to franchise McDonald's, you got to lease... The land.
1: And the land is owned by McDonald's.
0: Owned by McDonald's or him?
1: No, McDonald's. okay. What do you mean? Who's him?
0: Ray? Wasn't it Ray? Oh,
1: bro. No, not him. He's dead, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I mean, now, obviously now. Yeah, yeah. But But even then, it was... No, he... No, no. The corporation, the McDonald's corporation would own the land. Yeah. But the McDonald's corporation was Ray Croc's company, innit?
0: Okay.
1: Uh, so it was not affiliated with the original McDonald's.
0: Really? Yeah. So That's he, bad.
1: that was Ray Croc's own company. Yeah. Um and they basically had a falling out in it. With the
0: with the, with the founders. founders.
1: And then because he owned the land underneath the founders Peak. fucking thing. He bought that land, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they basically he basically went found a way out of the the franchise agreement and he bought the company off them in it. Or oh, yeah. he bought their rights and shit off them or something like that. I don't know.
0: Because he owned the land. Yeah.
1: Um but he also trademarked the name McDonald's. Right. So he let those people have the original store in it. Mm-hmm. But he said you can't call it McDonald's. Wow. Even though that's their last name. <laughs> he like, said you can't
0: call it McDonald's. Ruthless business back and then, at yeah, Oh bro if you want <laughs>
1: to talk ruthless business as part of the deal, yeah. the bo- the brothers, mm. they wanted uh, royalties for perpetuity innit, Yeah, from McDonald's. And he was like, look, i got shareholders and they're not going to accept this. Innit? Mm-hmm. So how about we make a handshake deal about it, about these royalties? And I promise I'll give it to you. They wow. made a handshake wow. deal. They didn't receive a single penny in royalties in it.
0: That is that's is
1: ruthless. So this is very ruthless. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is sweet I think dude. they said his
1: net worth today would be like 18 billion or something.
0: Which um, McDonald's? Ray brothers. Croc. Yeah. Uh, Ray Croc. Yeah.
1: Not the Mo- bro. They didn't get shit. They shit. Didn't get shit. <laughs> nah.
0: They probably even lost their store.
1: Yeah. Well, they couldn't call it McDonald's anymore. So that's
0: why you gotta be smart with business.
1: Yeah, it's because the other lot when. The thing is, you know, I was actually, actually, no, let's not talk about this because it's gonna last long. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll just chat to you on the way back. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um. So we'll we'll close up with um crypto. I think. Yep. I think it's still still time to invest because. You know, it hasn't reached quite the peak. That I think a lot of us expect, like it hasn't reached that euphoric level where everyone. When it gets to that point where it's like bubble territory where mm-hmm. everyone, you know, your taxi driver is talking about investing in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And people start to use leverage because it's not a lot of leverage involved just yet. Yep. When it uh, starts to get to those point. levels, that's when it's time to get out and it's time that you don't want to get in. Um. So we haven't quite reached that yet. A lot of it at the moment is being driven by institutions which are just buying hundreds of millions of bitcoin in other cryptos or many bitcoin so it's more organic mm-hmm. there's not a lot of leverage involved just yet. but well so that's why it's still it's still a good time to invest so Do you know
1: think these in- institutional investors are leveraged
0: um some of them probably are leveraged but from what mm. i'm seeing they don't really talk about that they're using it Maybe they are using a lot of leverage. I don't know, mm. actually. I can't I can't say, but it doesn't seem. Um, I'd have to look into if they're using a lot of leverage. Um, but some of them will talk about, like, they put 5% of their portfolio, whatever investment company or hedge fund. So if that's 5% leveraged, I don't know. Um, but mm. um, from what I've been reading, it's more organic growth than leveraged. Uh, at the in the last bull run, like twenty seventeen eighteen, there was a lot of leverage involved, and that's when it gets to bubble territory when people start to leverage. Mhm.
2: Um,
0: but
1: that will happen eventually, right?
0: Yeah, it yeah. will. I mean, when when people see a lot of money being made, they get greedy in it. They want more money. Mhm. Um, but if you want to get involved now, definitely you'll still make a bit of money. You'll make a return. But, again, I wouldn't expect to make, like, crazy money. As long as you have that kind of expectation. I think yeah. it be right. Do you know
1: what I think? Well, you said they'll still go up, right?
0: they
2: still
1: if go up. If Bitcoin's hitting 100k,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you're buying now at 40
0: you that's a crazy
1: return, like...
0: If you buy full Bitcoin, yeah. Even, um, even fractions, the percentage is the same, right? I mean, the thing is, in investing terms... Doubling your money is sick, you know. Like if you can double your money, that's crazy. Normally, like I think Warren Buffett and them man's five to ten percent is like very good. Hmm. So a hundred percent is crazy. Mm-hmm. But um if you put in a thousand pounds into Bitcoin and it goes to hundred k, you would have more than doubled. More than doubled yeah. times and a half. So you'd make you'd have two thousand five hundred back maybe, which is very good. It's good, but it's not the same as if you put in a thousand when Bitcoin was at four k, and it goes to hundred. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That would have yeah, been twenty yeah. times your money or something. Fair like that. enough. Yeah. yeah. I'll get you. So that's that's what I'm saying. Um,
1: that's interesting. I need to look into this more still. Yeah. yeah I think you know you know wrapped Bitcoin really intrigued me. You know? Yeah. 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 So I'm, that's what intrigued me to like look into crypto now yeah I'm like right oh, that's my interesting I want yeah, yeah, to learn
0: more there's a lot of interesting things happening in crypto besides just making money like decentralized finance is one um where like you know they're gonna try and well they are decentralizing a lot of traditional finance So like even taking out a loan you know you'll get to a level where if I've got um like assets, I can mm-hmm. you know take a loan out without using a bank. I can just kind of put it on the blockchain and, and take take money out without actually needing to use a bank at all.
1: So is there no no one polices that?
0: So the crypto, the networks are what they call trustless. Like because everything is on the blockchain, is transparent, and it's all like automated um there's no need to police it it's all like using the blockchain it's all legit basically there's no need to actually but like, big, the, you, like uh... the bitcoin network is not policed by anyone
1: yeah but, i mean um, you know what you said about borrowing money mm-hmm. how does that work then? so can anyone borrow how much they want
0: yeah so if you have less like you can actually use bitcoin as collateral so if you have let's say 10 bitcoin or one bitcoin whatever am- amount you can put it up on collateral on whatever crypto or lending platform and then it would give you back an equivalent in certain tokens. So whatever, however much Bitcoin you have, you get an equivalent back.
1: In cash?
0: No, so you wouldn't get cash. Oh, yeah, <laughs> You'd no. get like.
1: Other Bitcoin, other, other crypto. Other crypto, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, but what am I gonna do that then?
0: At the moment, you know. You can't do a lot. (laughs) It's very useful, isn't it? You can put it in your crypto wallet and look at it.
1: (laughs) Hey, you know what? I got some Bitcoin. (laughs) Let me collateral. Let me mortgage that Bitcoin. I can get some Ethereum as well.
0: (laughs) And mortgage that as well. Yeah. But obviously now, there's not a lot of use case for it. But uh, there will be be a level, a time where you know whatever token it is that they give you as money let's say you did it or i did it and you know for your services you know you accept that token mm-hmm. i can then use that instead of using my bitcoin i can use that new token and give it to you or spend in your you know place it'll instead, get to, of it'll, the bitcoin. instead of the bitcoin bro
1: that's mad that's literally just restarting the currency system is yeah because that's that's basically exactly how our monetary system started right like physical money in it yeah it was so you don't have to trade gold all the time yeah so you just store the gold in at the goldsmiths Uh, and they'll give you a note (laughs)
0: literally it's literally like
1: how much gold you have in it that's right and then you can just use that piece of paper to give it to someone else yeah so you're basically going that. back like a few hundred it's years. literally that but in a modern. Yeah. that's much. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy that
0: we're going backwards in a way, but it's all digital. Like this is obviously the first time where it's all digital, and it's it can be done without you copying this token, copy and paste a hundred times and just kind of doing it fraudulent way. Like it's so, hmm. it even is it's
1: impossible to
0: kind of fraud um there is one way to fraud which is if you so like on the bitcoin network there's something called validators right where people that actually do the mining and earn bitcoin as reward they also validate all the transactions so every time someone transacts it has to get validated by hand not by hand oh it's kind of all automated yeah yeah um so there's a percentage of validators. If if you're able to somehow I think you told me actually. Yeah,
1: yeah go on, go on. If
0: you're able to like somehow get control of at least fifty one percent of those validators, you can yeah. fuck up the system. You can rewind. Then you rewrite. can
1: change the thing. Yeah. And you'll that you'll accept that as the correct value, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You could like spend a thousand bitcoin, yeah, go back and say you didn't spend it or re spend it. Yeah. Yeah, or Yo. change the, the the rules. How
1: many times could you do this?
0: I mean, after one time, all your time,
1: validators would be yours forever. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how yeah. that works in. This. I, I mean,
0: w- what would happen afterwards? Though, but then, uh, people would instantly lose trust in the system because it has got broken into, and so. How very, would they you know? Um, there's people that watch that kind of stuff like twenty four seven. It 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 would be known pretty much straight away um but you
1: wouldn't know who did it
0: um, i think at the moment you could find out who did it because a lot of crypto exchanges uh and mining companies are like working with they start to work with government because Mm -hmm. they want to tax everyone (laughs) so they would probably be able to find out maybe at the moment but it happened to ethereum early on um that that exact thing happened like um, over 51%, uh, they gained control and they, oh no, no, they, I think they exploited some mechanism within Ethereum and stole like hundreds and $150 million worth of Ethereum. Uh, but what they did was the core Ethereum foundation um, made a choice to kind of change the rules, rewrite that to kind of iron out that bug. Basically, re- that. Make that hundred fifty million get back useless. Useless, exactly. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry, it has happened. But now it's pretty hard to do that because the network is so big now to gain fifty one percent would be extremely difficult. Um, almost impossible. Hmm.
2: Um Yeah. Right. I
1: need yeah. to implement flipping just start accepting <laughs> crypto on the website. And... Yeah, start accepting <laughs> it, man. <laughs> I think they have an option, you know.
0: In uh, a lot of websites, well, not yeah, a lot in of Shopify, websites. I think they do. I oh, do they?
1: You can use that as an extension, and I'm not sure. But Very now that boring. I've made a Coinbase account, yeah, I'll see if I can
2: use that. that start would be sick.
0: start doing that. But then, like, you know, it's crazy. Like, let's say I pay for something in Bitcoin. Obviously, you accept it. If You wait three months. That Bitcoin would be worth a lot more. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're basically paid like double double what you basically paid me double in
0: Exactly. Come
1: on. I don't mind that. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm sure you don't mind. (laughs) How about paying that token that that would get minted instead? I'll pay you the token.
2: Why? The note. What
0: difference does that make? Well it wouldn't be Bitcoin in it, so you wouldn't appreciate your value as much
1: but what's that token
0: would, related would be,
1: to is it not related to the value of bitcoin
0: and nah, that so you know how how you said like with gold then it turned into kind of you'd be given that note instead yeah so
1: but i know it denotes the value of the gold in
0: it oh yeah it did but then after a while it started to you wouldn't it wouldn't be like a one-to-one ratio anymore
1: yeah there'll be more notes than the gold
0: that's what i would give you yeah
1: but then i can that. can i not still cash out the bitcoin though if it's if is it, that's what it is
0: no because because if i'm putting my bitcoin up for collateral and then i get given the token and then i give you that token No, I'm confused now. So
1: what can, I, what can I do with that token? Can I just use it as the token? I can't turn it into something else. <laughs> like Bitcoin. <laughs> like, because you know, you know the gold, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole point of it was, look, I'll give you this piece of paper that says 20, which means yeah. I have 20 bars of gold.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? I can't be as carrying that. So yeah. you, you give I'll give you the paper. You can go and collect that gold in it. Yeah, so can I do that with Bitcoin? Then? Use I mean, that token maybe, maybe you can. Bitcoin.
0: Maybe you can. I've never I've never actually put my Bitcoin up for collateral, so I don't know. first we'll come on, man. Out. We'll try it out. It? We'll try it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shall we uh oh,
1: send some things to my Coinbase and, it. That's, and that's it? But yeah, what
0: 145? Shall we uh, let's cut it here.
1: All right. a a risk takers out I don't, how much I, can take. I don't like where I'm
0: uh, cuz I really like where I'm uh, cuz I really like where
2: I'm uh, cuz I really like where I'm